0: Welcome to episode 176 of The Local Meta, my name is Fletcher.
1: And I'm John.
0: John, how are you doing tonight, man?
1: I'm doing okay. I got to flex on some fools in uh, Historic Artisan before you logged on, which was oh, nice. You nice. smoked some people. Pretty much. W- so, every time they hold a Historic Artisan event on Arena, I mm-hmm. check the list of banned cards, and I never see a single goblin on there, and I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Because then I just proceed to play goblins. Yep. Uh, it's well,
0: Muxus wasn't
1: banned. Uh, it's artisan, so I can only play commons oh, and uncommons. Com-
0: commons and uncommons. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Okay.
1: Also, Muxus was not banned from historic. He's still legal.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking for like a limited thing. Yeah, I know uh, it's still legal, yeah. but
1: yeah. Okay. Yes. So I, it's commons and uncommons, which I e are all of my favorite goblins. So. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: So you're just like
1: <laughs> basically. I... I You only needed to play to one win, and you got a thousand experience. Oh, dope. Right, I played seven games. Because <laughs> you just enjoyed it that much? I enjoyed it, and it was giving me quest progression, which is huh. the main thing. It's like, suddenly yeah. I get to cast goblins to do quest progression. I lost a single game huh. against a mono-red deck when <laughs> I missed my sixth land drop.
0: Sixth land drop, okay.
1: I... I need to show you the curve on my deck one of these days. It's is it, question, it's questionable at best.
0: Is it like a like a cliff?
1: <laughs> uh, kind of.
0: Or has a very big like spike in it?
1: I'm really, really well. No, my curve stops at four.
2: Uh-huh.
1: But I'm playing ten or eleven board drops. <laughs> it's
2: a
0: okay, bit much. yeah, yeah. But that's All that's right. where
1: most of my power is, right? So it's like I
0: mean, yeah, you're playing some pretty wild cards there.
1: Here's the thing. I'm never not playing four ringleaders. Just saying.
0: Uh, Yeah, I agree (laughs) with you.
1: But, uh, so I played seven games. One was against a white red cycling deck. Destroyed him. (laughs) He never had, he actually had to hard cast the three six vigilance guy. Because I just <laughs> killed I killed everything he played that was smaller. Dude.
0: Imposing Vantasaur.
1: Yeah, he played that thing, and I'm just like, okay, attack into you, don't care. <laughs> yeah, like here's the deal.
0: Any cycling deck, no matter limited, constructed, whatever it is, if they play imposing Vantasaur, you know you have them on the ropes. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. I'm just like, all right, I'm winning this. It's so good.
0: Uh, I, like it's almost to the point where it's like if you're the if you're playing that deck and you're like, gosh, I have to cast Imposing Vantasaur, you should just like, instead of paying the mana for it, just go and concede. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: honestly the thing that blew my mind is my like i went because i was on the play against him and i went turn one um the sack ping goblin firebrand yeah again i went turn one that attack and he goes turn one flourishing foxy go and i'm just like well that's dead i'm I'm killing that right the hell now thank you very much yeah it's just like
0: all right just play that naked and it's like how this goes
1: I have no qualms about trading off my individual goblins for any of his threats because eventually I will play a ringleader. I will draw one to four cards. Yeah. And I will crush you with card advantage. You know, (laughs) your deck is made up of almost entirely cyclers. My deck is made up of almost entirely value cards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Most of your cards are like kind of two for ones in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. And then I went five and one against Mono Red because everyone was just playing Mono Red. (laughs) Funny. It's, it's, and it's like, there's like there were some slight variations on their and everyone's different version of mono red. Yeah. The thing is, I was just a slightly bigger mono red. Yeah. You know, the best thing they had was a annex. Yeah. Which means I just had to throw like two goblins in front of it to trade it off. So they only had one ones so that I blocked them with my two twos.
0: Yeah. Right. You know?
2: <laughs> uh...
1: it's like annex was the only card they played that I ever had an even mild issue dealing with. And that's why, you know, my whole comment of I lost I my 6th land was because if I would have been able to go, I needed to be able to go um, ringleader into 2 1-drop equivalents. Oh, okay, yeah. But I didn't actually have the land to get my, I didn't hit the land to be able to cast another 1-drop. okay. Which, my 1-drop my was a 2-drop that gave me 2 goblins because, yeah. you know, I'm, I have a more cheap in play, but.
0: You needed to make some goblins as the point. I,
1: I needed to make some goblins as blockers, yep. and he hit a haste creature off the top, so I wasn't quite good enough. But
0: oh well. So it goes. I, right?
1: I'll, I'll accept a five to one win rate against you know <laughs> the deck. Literally everyone is playing in the event. Yeah, and then just an absolute clowning of the cycling deck.
2: <laughs> mm.
1: I ended the game at seventeen. Like, he draws a Zenith, unless he hits, like, run a run Zenith player. I'm not losing that game.
0: Yeah, pretty much, right? Alright, cool. Well, I'm glad you had good games, at least. I haven't played for, I don't even know how long. So
1: well, I can give you my list, you only need one win. A thousand yeah. experience.
0: Maybe. Let's <laughs> we'll see.
1: That w- I mean, that was the first time I played Magic in, like, two weeks.
0: Yeah, I haven't been playing a ton, but... Yeah. I, I, said, I, still, I to... still have that. I still have that draft sitting out there. that yeah. I haven't finished, but maybe I'll finish it after this if I'm feeling frisky. But probably not.
1: Yeah. I only really hop on to check the store and refresh my quests if they're not yeah. 70, 750 gold. So
0: yeah. All right. But you had you had something for today, I think, didn't you?
1: I have a topic that is. We can spin it into magic-related, but it's not really magic-related. Well,
0: I mean, it doesn't need to right now. We can talk gaming. I'm okay with yeah. that.
1: Um, So I was listening to Fear the Boot, as I am wont to do, because Hell yeah, Boot's awesome. And they were... I don't remember what the actual episode was about, but they were talking about um, Pat got brought up. Yep. yep. And Pat was apparently... He really, really, really loved playing Wizards. But he was terrible at playing wizards, <laughs> because he would never cast a spell. Yep, because he 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 was always of the mind of like you know it's like, oh I'm just going to hold this, um, hold it for later in case I need it.
0: The 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 too good to use. Yeah, yeah, but he
1: and he treated every spell that way,
0: right? Oh yeah, uh, dude, I I I hear you. <laughs>
1: And, like, listening to them talk, you know, they're like, oh, he was just, like, really passionate about playing this. And, like, you know, as we know, Wayne is, like, really enjoys playing bards because um, the fact that bards sucked meant that he always enjoyed playing them to make them not suck. And all that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's just, there are certain people who really enjoy playing certain classes. And I've never understood that. Yeah. So, so so like my jumping off question is, is there any class or archetype that you really enjoy playing in RPGs for some reason?
0: I do have an archetype. Alright. Uh I am uh I feel like I like to play the character um I, I have like an RP archetype, basically. Um I like playing the character that is that, fit, that fits in, but is actually like an outcast to some degree on the out, uh, like when you dig deep, if that makes sense. Kind of? Like, uh, like Anzi was, you know, Anzi is obviously an example of that, but like, you know, we were playing, a, a, like, the game started out as a military game, she was a military character. Yep. Fitted with the group, completely perfect. But if you look at her backstory, she was very much not a part of her society. Yeah, And that defined her a lot. Um, y- you know, you could argue to some degree Jast was the same way, but he was just kind of like an outcast for everything. And like,
1: Did he really fit in with anyone? For,
0: he fit in good with that game. Um, yeah, he fit in good with that was, game. Because was a game full of awful people. Yeah, um, And he was an incredibly awful person. Um, but like, and I, I play that type of character a lot, I think, mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, I like having something under the surface that makes people stop and go, what? You know, but um, I think actually like my most, uh, maybe, that, maybe it wasn't, um, the way I r- tried to write that character for the Dragon Heist game was probably one of the more straight up characters I've ever played. Like, actually, like, looking into to the history of the, like, race and stuff and how they function and actually playing it as written. All right. To some degree. Like, it's not 100%, but it's pretty. it was pretty dang close. Even though the archetype was very similar to some of my other ones. But, like, that's, like, what I play a lot of times. Like, if I have a hang-up, that's my hang-up.
1: Yeah, like, for for me, I'm, I'm a big fan. If, for some reason in d and I'm a big fan of playing characters that are just creative in how they approach things. Yeah. You know, like one one of my favorite char- characters to play in D D was my Rogue of Elios, because he his whole shtick was he always had something that was useful. He had a bunch right? of
0: stuff, didn't he? Like
1: yeah, he had a giant random assortment of various magical items of various usefulness. yeah You know, like it's that's something I've really, really enjoyed playing in D&D in particular, mm. and in, um... The thing is, it's only in D&D that I'm like that. Yeah. Like, look at my characters in Shadowrun. I usually play Roger, who is... Pretty wizzy. <laughs> he's pretty one-dimensional.
0: You yeah, know? He's, like, he's, he's a wizzy, yeah. Like,
1: from a RP standpoint, there's yeah. more to him, but from an actual looking at his character sheet standpoint, he, he kills punches things, things yep. and he <laughs> shoots things. Yep. He does those two specific things very, very well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like even for my one healer Gabriel, which was the same thing. He was very focused on the aspect of healing. you know, like all of his magic type that I've never really. I've never understood the concept of someone who is like this is the class I play and this is the class that I enjoy playing and I am very passionate about playing this exact class.
0: Yeah, like I we like I understand we all fall into like uh preferences and everything stuff like that. It's like you know it's like a magic thing where it's like oh I like drafting this, you know, mm-hmm. and you just end up drafting it. Like I mean, I talked to you recently about that with I tend to like, I draft a deck, I end up liking it, and then I always almost end up in that deck because I'm like, because I value those cards so much higher than other cards.
1: Yeah, because we were talking about yep. the Ikoria draft format. Yeah, the you're... Ikoria
0: draft deck, the, um, uh, not the cycling deck, the, the mutate deck, because I, yeah. I friggin' love the mutate deck.
1: And you're but... like, were, was I? You, you were asking if you were like shoehorning yourself randomly, I'm like, And I was under the opinion you weren't. The thing is, the mutate deck was always open.
0: I mean, and that's some of, some of it is, was because it was always open because everybody was trying to get the cycling deck. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, you just end up with, like, a good mutate deck most of the time, but... Uh, so if that ever comes back as a flash track, I'm flashback, I'll probably play that and try to get the mutate deck still, but...
1: And yeah, that, that also just was a sweet limited format, so...
0: Yeah, that... I actually did like that limited format. I really had fun with it, but... Like, um, and now I lost my train of thought, but... Um, oh, yeah. so, <laughs> but you know, I think we all have preferences that we fall into with certain things like that. Like like i'll t- I'll say one hundred percent, I tend to play melee focused characters in most of my games. or uh, like I-, I tend to play the soldier class in most games. That's oh. what I typically like. So, like, um, you know, like d and tend to play fighters, paladins, stuff like that, you know, characters that hit things with other things. um in, you know, Modern future games, I tend to play. I tend to play the soldier sort of thing. Like when I remake Anzi, she's always like just like straight up military soldier with whatever the generic straight up weapon would be. You know. Yeah. In Shadowrun, I tend to play Sammys. You know, I play Street Samurais. Like it's that's just kind of how I roll in a lot of ways. I like playing the. I like I like playing the the character whose mechanical concept is very straightforward in a lot of ways. Hmm. So then, I don't have to worry about that and can worry about the things around the character. That's fair. I well, suppose well I've played faces in Shadowrun too.
1: You had you like see when I think of you playing a Shadowrun character, I usually I usually think of you playing a face because yeah. like from my experience, you tend to even if you don't want to be, you end up being <laughs> the face.
0: I kind of do, and I try to pull myself out of it sometimes, but I think most people want me to be the face, which is kind of bittersweet. But yeah. So it is... next game we play, I'll be the face, just to save everyone.
1: Just you'll actually be like, I am going to be the talker.
0: Yeah, it's like I'll just be the, the talker, guys. I'll actually do it this time, and I'll actually try to play it, not like a friggin' goober. Even though I was the character with the highest charisma in that D and D game and was not the face. <laughs>
1: That's because your only per- persuasion thing was intimidate.
0: I still could have like actually just functioned though. Yeah. But like it was just I was just like dumb and didn't know how to play my character. But we've been over this. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, yeah. it's really it's really interesting to me though because in, when it comes to video games, I mm-hmm. very much have a type. You know, you can. I you know,
0: I tend to I think.
1: Like, I prefer to play the you know either a more sneaky character or a ranged focus character. Like that is yeah. what I enjoy doing in video games. And it like, it even kind of plays into that in our Halo gaming, yeah. where, you know, as you said, you're the melee guy, you're the one who runs up there <laughs> and tries to punch the things to death that can't be punched to death.
0: I was just thinking, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I just want to run in there and smack things across the face of my dick. That's what and, I want to do.
1: And I'm the one just in the back, like trying to shoot things, right? Like that's, yep. that's me just mm-hmm. providing covering fire. Yeah. Which is but, really, I'm sorry. which is really interesting because um, have you ever played Army of Two? No okay it's i've designed, seen it
0: that game's concept look awesome
1: yeah it's designed around the concept of co-op you know yeah. you you can play it solo and you technically then have control over the second person it's much better in co-op yeah. and it has an aggro mechanic where the person who's drawing the most aggro uh, will you know they'll continue to draw more aggro and eventually you can activate an ability that makes the person who has all of the aggro invincible and drastically increases their damage and the person huh. with the, the you know the least amount of aggro turns invisible and increases huh. their damage so you know, it it very much played because uh at the time i would play with my friend chris he hmm. was you know he was you in the sense that he was up there with the shotgun and yeah. i'm just in the i'm just in the back with a 50 cal right <laughs> <laughs> right because that game was over the top in every sense of the word oh
0: yeah it was one of those games that looked over looked over the top
1: yeah it one of the one of the biggest damaging or one of the biggest uh agro perks you could put on a weapon was make it gold plated love it <laughs> just Which, <God-y. laughs> it's like you make it gold plated so you get noticed more and people will shoot at you more but God. so but the thing is, if you're going to play that game, you got to gold plate it, right? Oh, so yeah. I, I, t- I would take my set 50 cal, which you couldn't, it was the only sniper weapon you couldn't put a uh, silencer on because duh.
0: Because duh.
1: And I would gold plate it just because. Yep. <laughs> so my actual primary ended up being a uh, an AUG, an AUG, yep. with yep. a silencer and all that stuff. And like my backup was the 50 cal I'd whip out if things were going poorly. Because if you fired that, you were drawing anger. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Like God, doesn't matter if someone's putting a twelve gauge in your face, pulling the trigger. You're gonna focus on the guy shooting the fifty cal, a hundred yards away from you. Yeah. In that game, at least. <laughs> man,
0: I I just think about over the top games. I'm like, man, I should play Bulletstorm again. That game was great. <laughs>
1: But yeah. it's 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 kind of funny because like there's no innate mechanic in Halo yeah. that does something similar. But just by proxy, since you are within melee range of them, they're going oh, yeah. to try and melee you, and which, gives me, me. Yep. which gives me free shots to just shoot them in the head. You know, ah, so nice.
0: <laughs> which works out better for both of us.
1: Yeah, because then when you die, you can respawn on me because I'm in a safe location. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, yeah, I tend to play I th- I was just thinking like the game that I'm thinking in my head most of the time is like um, am uh, like Fallout 4, like how I play that game typically mm-hmm. and yeah, like that one I actually tended to play very similar to I pl- how I play Halo which was fairly aggressive <laughs> like kind of get in there, do things, get out my survival game I played as a sniper but mm-hmm. like you know, in that game it was like you could only save at when you at bedrolls when you slept and if you took a couple shots you were dead <laughs> like
1: you so could you just, almost you could for- just die
0: really easily yeah
1: it almost forced you to play more my style of game as it were yeah
0: it forced you to play way more cautious like and and just kind of sneak around and everything so uh but yeah like i don't know most of those games that I do play i'm ki- i kind of like playing a little up front i think which is actually well, I don't know. It's weird 'cause like my first playthroughs of like like fantasy games I tend to play stealth characters. Mm-hmm. But like more modern ish games and stuff like that, I'm I'm a friggin' stormtrooper.
1: You're like, give me a shotgun, everything G- will go give well. Me,
0: give me give me an assault rifle and we will just I will be a stormtrooper, I will shoot at something and not hit it. <laughs> <laughs> But
1: yeah, I mean, that's, that's the nice thing about the Halo, right? Because when you're, when you're shooting at something with one of the weapons in most of the games, the bullet spread is so drastic, you're just good. Yeah, right. <laughs> or just raw probability with the DMR.
0: See, the funny thing is, is, though, in a lot of those games, I do love weapons exactly like the DMR. Like, that is exactly what I actually want to be doing, mm-hmm. is, is that right there. Like the the like the aggressive mid range is what it is, yeah. Where where you want to be playing that, but holding back.
1: Yeah, I I want to have the versatility of yeah. being able to shoot something hundred yards away, and to have a weapon that can yeah. actually do something close in.
0: I'm like I'm like mid range aggro, and you're like mid range control.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe mid range tempo is probably more where I am. But yeah, I, <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, I, I, I get what you're saying. What is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what is tempo? Yeah, what is tempo?
0: But like, I don't know. Like cuz I think I think the frustrations that we get with each other when we're playing Halo is I'm always like you're not being aggressive enough and you're like you need to calm down and we need to do stuff right. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> that, that is 100% our primary headbutting moments, right?
0: Yeah, like if we get if we get at that stuff for it's that it's that what it is. I'm like I'm like, you should have just gone for it. And you're like, no, because we both would have died then. And I'm like, yeah, then we would just would have respawned. And you're like, then we would have done that 50 times. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Like that, that's, that is definitely our biggest, you know, you can tell when one of us is not in a good mood because yeah. like once we start having issues, we both yep. start like subtly implying our little grievances with each other, Yeah, I know. which <laughs> just gets on the other person's nerves. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah.
1: It's like, I'm just like, if you would just hold back for like a half a second, we're not going for a world record here. We just need to (laughs) do it. (laughs) And you're just like, let's just run.
0: Let's just do it. Let's take chances. Success through probability.
1: (laughs) Which is funny because I was the one on, um, uh, what's the first level? Winter Contingency. I was the one on Winter Contingency that's like, what if we just run past them?
0: oh yeah i remember that part and it was like the sickest tech
1: ever and we're like
0: oh and like that
1: was it like because like because the elites that are there they're like all Uh, ultras and yeah like a problem with ultras is you can't drop their shield with a single plasma shot you need two and it's Mm -hmm. like and there's like at least two of them there's at least two plus some gold elites running around it's Mm -hmm. like this is just not reasonably doable
0: yeah I mean, well, then also the tech like I was starting to work on and stuff like that is like, well, if you throw this grenade, right, they dodge out of the way and then you get a little more time. Like not <laughs> that you're actually trying to hit them. You're just trying to get them to run away so you can keep running.
1: <laughs> I remember I, w- I kept I keep trying to do that on nightfall, but I can never get the grenade. I, like, I don't want to take the time to aim really well. Oh, yeah. So I, I was just like wing a grenade at the one ultra right at the turret area. Just oh, to yeah. hope. I just want him to just jump out of the way, just once. Yeah,
0: if you can get just him to dive and stuff, then like, that just gives you like enough time to run.
1: Give me that half second, I'll be yeah. fine, right? Yeah. But the the thing is, like, he never does, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't like I'm, and it's so hard to practice that exact thing.
2: That's yeah, right. Like,
1: it's probably it's basically just better just to start running. That's speaking of which, I now have a three forty as my fastest normal time on Dude. nightfall. So
0: awesome, nice run.
1: It was good. I almost I almost screen capped it. I was like, eh, it's not three minutes. It's not it's not (laughs) If you
0: get a sub three thirty, let me know. I will. Alright. Yeah, if you get sub three somehow, let me know for sure. (laughs) (laughs) What's the world record on that? Like
1: two fifty four?
0: It's like yeah, it's like two fifty something, isn't it? It's like dumb fast.
1: It's like two fifty on legendary. That's the Uh asinine thing.
0: Dude, it—it's uh, stupid. It is just stupid. But <laughs> I'm sure if I did that grenade jump right, I'd probably save like half a second over you.
1: The—the the second one. The first one. You do the first one right, don't you?
0: Yeah. Well, kind of. I think I don't think I get it like super good. No. I think it's a little sloppy because I kind of suck. But like, it's... oh, that second one, I save a solid second over you.
1: Yeah, because you don't have to run around yeah. the building like I do. I
0: save at least—I would save at least a second, possibly more. But um, yeah, so.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie—I do greatly enjoy the fact that we race each other when we do that. With <laughs> me just being like, "I'm just going to do this specific route perfectly," and you're just like, "I'm going to do grenade jumps."
0: You got to try stuff, man. You got to—you got to oh, yeah. take chances.
1: Here's here's the thing, like it's—you are technically doing it right. I mean, I'm I'm doing
0: the speed run route, right? The the correct way is to get to the end.
1: Yeah, I'm just doing it cleaner. Yeah. That's all it comes down to.
0: Which is like 100% how we do things.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're just uh... like, I'm going to use explosions to get where I want to go. And I'm just like, I'm just going to not mess up.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, to kind of drive this back to like the original thing we were talking about, I'm curious about this. All right. You know, the, the we have the like things we do when we play. What like thing what are the like things you just always do when you write a game?
1: I don't You don't? Or I like don't, I don't run, write
0: like games. Run, run or write a game, like yeah, eat me. Okay, come on.
2: <laughs>
0: like when you're running games or whatever, like the like the the archetypes you have.
2: a good
1: question
0: like i'm trying to think of mine too now and everything
1: i think i have like a slight history of playing the overly flamboyant somewhat suggestive npc
0: yeah probably
1: like i've done that at least two or three times (laughs) which is the funny thing is is i've done it once (laughs)
0: <laughs> and I think I think if I think if we asked the entire group to name a character like that that they they've encountered, they would pick mine. Yeah, and, which and is the, kind of funny. But
1: <laughs> the thing the thing is when I do it, it always weirds people out even more because that's not my personality type. Oh yeah. But I just play it to the nines. I remember, yeah. I remember when you guys met the one of the the captain of one of the ships cuz you were yep. looking for looking for the, the nimble right yep. and Janelle who was playing an overly flamboyant literally never wore a shirt circus strongman orc with a like you know porno mustache yeah i flustered her
0: yeah <laughs> cuz
1: she just wasn't expecting me to play the character the way i did
0: oh yeah it's way <laughs> out of character for you as a person
1: yeah, as a person, it's way out of character, yeah. but it's really fun to do that to people. Yeah, I remember yeah, once totally. doing it to Willman, and he's just like, "I feel uncomfortable." Yeah,
0: I love it. <laughs> I honestly, I get a kick out of those characters. So. Yeah, I'm just like fine because I can turn into it and everything. But mm. uh, so, like, if there's one thing I think I do, and this is gonna sound really dumb because I don't know if people notice it, but I know at least when I'm writing games, I tend to write games that have no middle.
1: I think that's just standard writing of games, isn't it? <laughs> I
0: don't think it actually is.
1: Because <laughs> I, I feel like everyone I've ever spoken to, like I know Fear the Boot even mentioned, I think it was Chad mentioned this, he's uh, like, really? he knows where he wants to start, he knows where he wants to end, and he has a few general ideas for the middle, otherwise from there he just doesn't know.
0: Yeah, and like, like, he also like is one of those people that doesn't write games.
1: He also does not write games. Yeah. <laughs> like, Chad isn't someone I necessarily identify with a lot on that show. It's oh, definitely... dude, I, I do. <laughs> Brodor is definitely the one that I identify with the most, which is oh, bothering, yeah. bothersome. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like when Chad said that, I'm like, that's me. That's like, I know how to start the game. I know how I want to get in the game. I have no idea what to do with the menu. Oh, dude. I, I actually usually know how I want to
0: start the game. I, I usually start with a beginning or an ending and have to figure out the other one. And I've actually it's funny I I never like I'm very really able to write an entire game. I think there's been like one or two games where it's like, oh, I have the middle. <laughs> you know, how like is I have a piece possible? in the middle. <laughs> like I'm like I have this piece in the middle that I'd want to do, but I have no idea how to get there or end it.
1: See, I have I actually have a I have a notebook somewhere with like three different lines, three or four different lines of just like campaign ideas in them. Yeah. And they're all kind of saying like, oh, this could be interesting. This could be interesting. One of them is literally you're all sitting in a bar and it's on fire. That's how it starts. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I have no idea where to go from there. That's such a good prompt. It's the, that's the thing is all it is is a prompt. And I like I I once had that like I was driving and I got that idea. I'm like, man. And I actually remembered for like one time ever when I got home yeah. to write it down. So it was mm-hmm. like this is a really interesting prompt. It's kind of cool. And I wrote it down I'm like. That's all it is. Yep. I have no middle. I don't even have an end. I just have the beginning. And yep. I've thought about it every once in a while. Like, what would I do with that? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Even just trying to think, like, why is the bar on fire? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> the 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 thing is, is it asks so many questions, which is so interesting. Like, that would be kind of a fun one to run for, like uh Like an improv game of some sort, like Mm. where you're just like making it up on the fly.
1: Like my my initial thought for it is like this would be a really good hook for a one shot, and I was like, where am I going with it? I always think dragon. I'm like, I definitely shouldn't do a dragon. That would be that would just be a terrible idea. God, I want to run a kobold game.
0: (laughs) Dude, I would love I would love to play in a game with real kobolds because I've thought about doing that too. So I just Oh, sorry. It's
1: like completely unrelated. I've been reading like the background history of kobolds the last couple days. Dude,
0: they're dope, aren't they? They're
1: fascinating. I don't actually think they're evil. Even though they worship <laughs> evil dragons.
0: I mean... We're, they're I, like,
1: they're morality
0: like, is a bigger topic. but Yeah, they're
1: like petty evil.
0: Yeah, that's like, what it is.
1: The, it literally says that they'll like, spit in your milk. If they yeah. don't like you,
0: they're like more like chaotic <laughs> stupid than anything yeah. in some ways, you know? Like, but yeah. So I opened up my game ideas OneNote tab and I have eight, uh, eight like OneNote pages for <laughs> all right. for different games and stuff like that. Like, just ideas and they all range from varying things. Like, one of them is literally, uh, two bullet points or three bullet points to, like, describe, like, what the idea of this whole thing was. Like... All right. And, like, another, like, and then another one is, um, one, two, three, four, five, uh, so five, five histo- links in it, including one to history.com, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a brainstorm section, a facts page where, that has eight different bullet points some of them that are multiple par- like some of them that are a couple paragraphs long uh, two links to a web comic and yeah like a bu- like a bunch of other stuff so like that's like the varying degrees of games like game ideas that i have <laughs> just going to say actually this this one page is entirely blank <laughs> it's just
1: it's just a title it is literally titled <laughs> battletech <laughs> To be fair, you have wanted to run a Battletech game for a while. I'm not surprised you have a one-notes yeah. document for that with nothing in it. Yeah, I know. But, like, that's one of the things, too. Like, and just it... I'm, I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to point out, if you do run a Battletech game, I literally have the newest Mini. edition of the Battletech game. You have what? And I have the, newest, I have the actual, factual newest edition of the oh. Battletech game and the starter set. I have both because I'm unreasonable. I and, do this. and I have those minis that are older than me.
2: Why
0: do you do this to me? Ugh. I would you totally just, run a game. I just got to know what kind of game to run.
1: Let me play an atlas, please. <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to let you start with, a, with an assault Mac.
1: What if I asked nicely?
0: Well, you better warm up those lips. We'll just say that.
1: <laughs> uh, you want to know another campaign idea that I had? That yeah. I literally have no... I don't even have a beginning. I just have a premise.
0: <laughs> I M- you have no idea how many of those I have. Like I literally like I'm looking at one right here that's titled "Fantasy Game," <laughs> and <laughs> it has a bunch of like cosmology things about it, like how the world is built, and then like like how the how the world functions and how the the society is. Like a couple of sentences and stuff on that. And then off to the side, there's something apparently says says, doesn't fit this setting, this works better for a holistic setting, not one of religious conflict, and has a description of another
1: setting. <laughs> like, that's how my brain works. <laughs> uh, I, have, yeah. I have one that was, uh, I wanted to run a game where everyone was a... Everyone had to have a stealth skill. Okay. So, your choices are, play a rogue... Mm-hmm. You could if you wanted to be a cleric you had to be a cleric of a like thief de- deity or something so along those lines. Here. Yeah, like okay. you you know like so technically you had to be could, sneaky. Like you you could play a bard, you could yeah. play like there's all these options you had to play but you had to be sneaky and it was kind of like I my uh I think I got the idea when I was looking up uh how to get the thieves guild quest chain in Skyrim. Yeah, Which I've still never done a single thieves guild quest in Skyrim. I'm just really? like, what about like a thieves guild game? And like that was where that went from. Like, what if everyone like, or it was just it was also playing off of um, Wayne's whole everyone has to play a bard game. Oh yes, runs. bards a Yeah, <laughs> it's like what if everyone had to play a certain style? And but I don't necessarily know if I want to play that game. I just want to see what everyone would come up with
0: yeah I, I i instantly have something in my head that i would want to try to make in d and d but I don't know if it would work in d and
1: d understandable
0: like i because I'm thinking skyrim as soon as you said it and i'm like i know i'm like i know the kind of character i want to play, but I don't know if it would work
1: it would just be it would just be really interesting for me to see like where the players would come up with like you could because technically you can have a stealth skill and just have it not be like an actual skill yeah. for your class. Like, what if you're just like a sorcerer who just constantly casts invisibility on yourself? Yeah. <laughs> or something completely ridiculous like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I just keep looking through this. I, I actually have a game on this, on this my, my game ideas list that we played, the Dreamcatcher game, which literally started out from a single thought. <laughs> Or actually, it started. The entire game was built off a picture I saw on on the Imaginary Characters subreddit.
1: There's an Imaginary Characters subreddit.
0: Imaginary characters or imaginary monsters. Yeah, it's a It's basically people post pictures of stuff, of art people have drawn. A lot of magic art ends up there sometimes too. <laughs> so it's like people like like people, you know. And then there's like imaginary monsters and stuff like that but i think the name of the picture was dreamcatcher and it was like i think that was the picture of like a robot like a uh simulacrum sort of thing like by or something like that that was kind of trippy looking and that's how i built the entire game concept off that one picture if i recall
2: that's kind of sweet though
0: yeah like that i don't like my brain really sparks off of single ideas when i make games I don't know if you get if you have that same thing like like yours seem like concept but like media like single things in media will trigger like a like an idea for me that I'll just expand and build off of like um, the one the most distinctive one I remember is the entire or the um uh, the Legion game was built off of two things uh uh one was the the song Legion by Savior Machine that's actually where the game got its name uh and the second thing was an episode of american dad that had to do with the apocalypse
1: <laughs> the i I'm thinking of family guy the apocalypse not american dad the apocalypse
0: no this is american dad
1: yeah i don't, I don't know if i've but seen
2: that episode so
1: it,
0: yeah it was um i think it was i'm pretty sure it was the american dad one but yeah it was and like they're not recognizable from each other, but that is the thing I built the entire game off of. I remember like that, con- like for some reason I looked at that concept and I'm like, Oh yeah, I could like actually, I'm like, for some reason the game clicked in my head, but then I just use the song. Legion is about the, uh, is about the rise of the antichrist basically. Um, and, so, and but said in a more poetic way, because it's a song by a, yeah. like goth symphonic metal band. Who are dope as hell, Uh, but so like I I took a lot of like the the way they framed the lyrics and stuff in that, and then combined it with like that concept and built it. So like a lot of my games are built like with that sort of thing in mind. So like I'm this is not like the most unusual thing for me.
1: Yeah, you tend to that does seem to where you get most of your ideas from is you Mm -hmm. know it's like something will strike you. I actually have something somewhat similar along those lines where, um, you know how I've always said I wanted to run a horror game? Yeah. But I just don't think I can do it. Yep. Um, one of those is based off of the, the, the Lady in Red, uh, legend. Have you ever heard of that? No, I don't recall that. It's, uh, it's not, it's not a technically legend. It's a, it's a, a Lady in Red is a type of ghost that people supposedly see. Okay. And it usually, it's, um, it's like the lady, uh, the lady in red is similar to the white lady, where a, la- a white lady ghost is usually killed by, um, like a husband or a lover and all that. Uh, a lady in red was ki- was usually a like jilted lover who didn't get what she wanted, or like a prostitute yep. or someone mm-hmm. like you know like a sex worker and all that, and they were killed in an act of passion as opposed to like you know betrayed by someone that they loved. Okay. And I've always wanted to run a horror game based on that concept <laughs> but i've i know the beginning and i know the end and i don't know the middle
0: yeah right because like what, that's where i get it like
1: <laughs> yeah it's like i like i have all these dance like oh and i can do that thing and it would like really f- with people and i'm just like i don't you know you know how i said that i can make people feel really unsettled when i play yeah. a really flamboyant character. Yeah, I think if I actually played the game how I would want to, it would bother people even more so.
0: Dude, you've... like During the 40 King games, you've done horror stuff, and it's been good. I have. I I would play a horror game under you.
1: It's just like, I don't know if I would take it too far. Because of my ideas for the character. For who the lady in red is. Yeah. It would possibly bother people.
0: (laughs) Well, probably not me, but yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. I've yeah, I've definitely done horror adjacents. Yeah, one one day I will eventually yeah. have the self confidence to run a horror game.
0: Man, we sh- We just need to do an episode of games we have on the burner that we want to like run and talk about those. <laughs> I don't want to like you know you don't want to like burn them or anything, but like some of these are just like I don't know.
1: I mean it would take very very little for me to like go <laughs> in game. Ah. what? Oh yeah. No, so... I was reading
0: through uh, it it's just titled new one shot it's the game I I built that was a complete and utter ripoff of the game Adventures of Tree with the with the um, uh the owl bears
2: mm-hmm.
0: or or the owl bear variant <laughs> The little tiny owls, remember? Yeah, the,
1: the little tiny dudes with their little sweet armor and all yeah. that shit.
0: And you had to save them from the monsters and everything, yeah. Like, that was, that one... I just found the notes for that. I'm like, oh my god, but...
1: Sorry. <laughs> that game was dope as shit. <laughs> I mean, it would take very little for me to, like, actually just start talking about that specific thing, just because I think likelihood of me running it is so low.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, you could talk about some of the games, like... I don't know, in in a way where it's, like, how you're thinking about them or whatever, but, like, because, like, I have, like, yeah, a t- I have a ton of games on the burner, like, you know, this fantasy game's not really developed, but it's, like, I, I want to run another Iron Claw game, and I've been kind of concepting that a little bit, and then, like, I have the timeline game I still want to run mm-hmm. in concept, it, like, in the vampire system. Uh, we talked about that one, I think, right? Yeah, the
1: w- one person is playing a vampire. No, nope. I- I'm
0: not going to do that because that's just oh, you're too not crazy. do that? Okay. So, the, so the way I concepted it is, is wasn't basically... it?
1: We're like descendants, or no, we nope. wake up.
0: So the way the way I Sorry. would the way I want to do it is, um, uh, everybody starts in one spot, and then there's a shared event, and then I would have a a number of like different sections in history, um. Like, basically, like, you would start, like, m- like many, many, many years BC is where the game would start. Mm-hmm. E- either that, no, no, I was thinking, or was it? Oh, no, Crusades is where I was thinking. Sorry. I was thinking, because there was some stuff going on there. But, like, in that area, like, in the, like, Middle Eastern area and stuff is where you'd start, actually. But, um, and then you would walk through history at, at at different like times and everything. And my, my thing would be is you, it would be played episodically. So you'd play one session. And when that session ended, the characters would kind of go their different directions. And I'd be like, okay, you need to end up at this place in this year. How does that happen? Or just like you, you like, how do you, or, how do you end up there at that time, and then you'd fill in the backstory of what happened in that amount of time between there?
1: Like, yeah, I, I remember times. you mentioned yeah. that. I was just and, remembering it wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, because the original concept was on Fear the Boot. They talked about it, and they're like, the way they want, like, they thought would be interesting for it to happen, would be one player is like an immortal, like a vampire or something like that, and everyone else in it is just a normal, like a normal character in the universe. So each time period, all the other characters would be new. And, like, how does this person deal... Like, how does this character deal with that kind of thing? You know? But that shines kind of a lot of spotlight on one person, and I wouldn't really want to do that. Like, I mean, I would, but, you know... (laughs) Yeah, you you don't want to annoy people, right? Yeah, I don't want to annoy people. I don't think, like... It's one of those games I think, like, everybody in the group would have to be like, hell yeah, like, and and really want to do it. But, like, this is a game I think that would be fun and interesting stuff. But, like, I have so many notes on, like picking out like where in history like and what things i want people to have like uh, what i would want to have happen you know because there's like a lot of stuff that happens in history spoiler alert um (laughs) that's interesting i
1: I do think that could be a really really interesting thing Mm -hmm. and the thing is like me being who i am i would be like oh yeah, someone else can play the vampire but yeah. I feel like it would be so much for me personally, it would be so much easier to play the vampire yeah. than to have to play seven different characters.
0: Characters, yeah, right. And that's why I want to have still. everybody be a vampire because I think that's still interesting too. Having everybody break up and kind of come back for some reason mm-hmm. um, to like hit all this stuff, like, you know, and like, you know what the really hard part about writing this game is? Thinking about something that spans. That many years. Oh yeah. Like, like thinking about a plot and arc that works through that whole thing. Oh my god, it's so hard.
1: It would be hard to role play that,
0: dude. It would be hard. Like, I, I'm, I'm interested in the game, and I really, really want to run it because I think there's some, like, I spent a lot of time. Like, literally, most of my notes here are like hash marks with like events and periods in history and like different historical events like in sequence and they're like moved and crossed out and like trying to figure out like what events would play in together and how you could tie those events together to something that started in the Crusades and more than likely would end in either like the 90s or 2000s
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be be very difficult for you like I'm just, I'm obviously just thinking yeah. from like a purely Clear, RP standpoint, like a, yeah. right? Because uh-huh. like, think of how much you changed in ten years. Oh,
0: dude, think about how much I changed in five years.
1: Now, being someone who's ch- now, now imagine how much someone would have changed in a hundred years.
0: Yeah, right. And
1: imagine trying to role play a character who's changed.
0: Yeah, right. That drastically. Like, it's so. It, the concept is interesting, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Like, I really want to try the game, but it's just as I said, like. Writing it has been really hard, and that's not the game that I have all the links for that include the History Channel, by the way.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: but like, I don't know. Yeah, I got a lot of games. It's looking like I want to run a, a Legion follow-up game too,
2: eventually.
1: Yeah, honestly, we could do like we could do an entire episode <laughs> on previous games we ran that never finished because, let's be honest, we're probably never going to get to them again.
0: Probably not. Actually, I'd love to. there's some of those games I would love to talk about. Like, uh, the Pathfinder game, I still want to, like, give the big spoil on it.
1: The Pathfinder game is, like, one of the ones that is, I think there's definitely a chance that we will play it again. Yeah,
0: I know. That's why I'm kind of like, but, eh. but like, and there's so many things I want to happen. And actually, like, I embarrassingly, like, I have a, a there's, like, some events that happen in that game. That I would love to kind of like spoil where I got the influences from, but I would be super f- embarrassed. <laughs> okay, but yeah, like I don't know. I think I could talk about some some games like quite a bit because yeah, the like that game has a lot that I didn't get to reveal, and the Legion game kind of died off, right? Like I think there's some stuff I would I'd have liked to like talk about with that one. Because that was a game the, that I, I didn't have a good end for in I my th- opinion.
1: I think the Legion game is officially dead because of Oh yeah, it's pe- totally dead. Like it died because the people who were in it are we're never going to have the same gaming group
0: again. No, no, no. I yeah, like, I don't that game I consider done. Yeah. Um like the, the Pathfinder game is one of those ones that I'm like,
1: eh, maybe That's, like all we need is Richie.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And he is a possibility in the future. Hey Richie! Come on. Get to it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Seriously. Who needs to go to school and improve themselves? Right. (laughs) Uh, (sighs) Yeah. Like, he's literally, the thing is, and, like, he's the only one who's missing, and the thing is, like, he is a big part of what's going on, Mm -hmm. because he's a big part, like, he is the face of that group.
0: He really was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He had a. I mean, like, it's unfortunate though because he does have a lot going on right now, like with school and like. Not that I'm his boss or anything, but I'm his boss, so like, (laughs) (laughs) I know he has a lot going on. So it's like, it sucks because it's like, oh man, I want to game with him super bad too. Like, (laughs) but you know.
1: See now that now that we know that Janelle is listening to this, we can get her to guilt trip him into gaming with us again. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i <had you> now. <laughs> but
0: yeah like so i know those two games are some that i'd like to like spill the beans on or like those two i'd like to spill the beans on how many- i'm trying to remember other games we haven't finished like, uh, like we might have to put this on the docket man
1: maybe because i'm trying to think of how many games have i ran that have never finished the only one I can think of is the gang game. But the gang game, game The, the gang game, game was never designed to end.
0: You so. were running a sh- you weren't you running a Shadowrun game for us? Because I was playing my face character. I remember. Um and I don't remember I, what was happening with that.
1: I was I also don't think I had any basis for that either.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. That sounds accurate.
1: Wasn't I No, I wasn't I wasn't following uh a module on that one, I don't think.
0: I'm trying to remember. Most of my games finish.
1: You know what it was? Like.
0: Huh.
1: I think I stole the idea from that from one of the Shadowrun games. Uh, one of huh. the actual nope. the the RTS games or not yeah. RTS, whatever the hell they are games.
0: Yeah, the stri- yeah. the the turn based games.
1: Yeah, the turn based strategy games. Yep. I literally, I really, I literally stole a uh, mission idea from one of those. Nice. One hundred percent. It was. That's what it was. So like people uh, wanted to, because uh, I think I'm pretty sure that was me just being like, What does everyone want to play? And everyone's like, and I'm like, sweet, make characters. All
0: right, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to play that character again, too, because that's a character concept that I've had for a long time, mm-hmm. and I, I actually really was enjoying the character quite a bit. Um, so thanks for ruining it. No, I'm You're kidding, I'll just, I'll just play characters
1: again. I'm, I'm pretty sure I played it as a one shot just to get us back into it. Yeah, I can run. Random, you know, stealing things from other people's creative <laughs> minds, <laughs> games and Shadowrun, all you want. Oh, yeah, I can. Like do I that. said, like I said, <laughs> I can freeform D anD D real easy. I can free. I can freeform Shadowrun so much easier. Here,
0: here's the deal: we have no lack of games to run. We like do I think if we've proved anything right now, it's like we have no lack of games right now. Like the games that I that I have like notes on right here that are just like. I have two fantasy games that I would be interesting in trying. One's more one-shoddy. Not one-shoddy, but like a shorter game, because it explores kind of a weird, different topic. Mm. Um, I have the timeline game I'd like to run. I want to run a Prohibition game. I want to run um, Legion 2. I want to run Ironclaw 2. Um, I still have... I have my My Little Pony game I want to run still. And I have... Like, that one I probably could... Run now, almost, uh probably, and get it started at least, like if I wanted to. I think I have enough information for that um i'd want I want to run a battletech game. I don't have any notes for that though, but um, I think that's when I could pick up and just like run the game almost,
1: um, yeah, I mean, you could be like, you know. are a thing,
0: yeah, and like, so like I got like I have a bunch of games I could just like run almost.
1: So, funny enough, I was actually thinking about My Little Pony today. Yeah. Because, um... I was at Walmart with my girlfriend, and she's like... We we ended up in the Halloween aisle, and she bought... Yeah. She decided to buy a cat costume. Her cat hates it. <laughs> Which, I, I told her he would hate it, but, you know... I mean, they're it's cats. Cat, of course so. they're going to
0: hate it. It's okay.
1: He wore the lumberjack one and didn't really seem to mind, but he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> So she bought him one today. He's a and
0: lumberjack, it, and he's okay. <laughs> and
1: it was it was uh, a winged unicorn, right? And so yep. she she kept being like, "He's gonna love being a unicorn. He's gonna it's gonna be the great thing like, Well, technically, it's an alicorn. She's like, "What the hell's an alicorn?" Like,
0: well, technically, mean, it's not. But okay, continue.
1: I mean, if you Google Alicorn, it says an alicorn is a mix between a Pegasus and a unicorn. Yeah, that's
0: actually a My Little Pony thing. An alicorn is actually the horn of a unicorn.
1: Really? Yep. Either so, way. There we go. Continue. I, I said it was an it was an I, yeah. I, I basically told her she needs to she needs to get catch up on her my little pony yep. knowledge and get good. <laughs> and she just like shook her head at me. <laughs> and then went home, put it on her cat, and her cat just like was not yeah. was not having it. I'm like four seasons behind on that show. <laughs> but uh
0: actually I'm probably way more than that. I think I've only watched through season three or four, I can't recall. And there's ten seasons, so I'm like I'm like seven seasons behind. It's over now, so
1: Speaking of which, completely unrelated. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Picard, have you seen any of it?
0: I have not watched it yet.
1: But apparently the the first, season one came out on DVD this oh, okay. week. So I bought it when I was at Walmart. <laughs> okay. Just, just to add it to my list of things I need to watch and haven't watched.
0: Uh, I should get that. I've been watching Deep Space Nine, actually.
1: That's a good one.
0: When I, when I had my week off, I found the sickest tech ever. Did you know that having two monitors, you can watch something on your other monitor while you're doing stuff on the other one? Whoa.
1: <laughs> yes, I have noticed that. Yeah.
0: I've, I started watching Netflix on my other one when I was doing games that were really slow. And because mm-hmm. I'm dumb and just never would do that before, so I, I caught I caught up on, or I got a few episodes of Star Trek in. But.
1: I've always thought about doing that. The problem is, most of the games I play, they tend to either be things I want to pay attention to because of story, or things mm-hmm. that are trying to murder me. Oh, so I just, mine are
0: all just, mine are all build houses. So
1: yeah, you can just watch whatever you want while yep. building a house.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> but man. Cool. Want call it? <laughs> yeah, it's probably good.
1: Right, Actually, cool. I have no idea how long this has been, but
0: we're, we're about right, I think. So, <laughs> um, if you want to shoot us some feedback, send an in, in, in email that's what it is to thelocometa at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at thelocometa.pc. Uh, if you want to check out all of our episodes or get a link to the sweet Discord we have or uh, shoot us some. Support on Patreon. You can go to thelocalmeta.com. There's links there for everything, and um, uh, you can come say hi to us and everything in the Discord or with money, I guess, too, on Patreon. But uh, yeah, cool, John. Anything else? Negative. Negative. All right. Well, on that note, we will catch you next time. See. you.